I almost didn't hit the record in time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Too busy yanking chains. I was. I had like taken my hand completely off the mouse and I was like making hand movements to be like, hey, I'm bullying Nate. <laughs> <laughs> put him in the put him in the metaphorical uh, locker. Yeah, just jam him in there. Yeah. Well, I guess I know who I am going to start out bullying tonight. Oh, oh no, Rachel. <laughs> I want you to know, Nate, that earlier when I like yesterday when I told you that I was enjoying the the game and that you're doing a great job. I want you to know that was genuine and I wasn't buttering you up for tonight's okay. session. Okay, sure, no sure, bribery. sure. No, no emotional bribery. Right. Emotional bribery. Listen, Heather, if any of us are going to bribe him, we know it's going to be you. You live in the same house. Oh, oh, Dennis, yeah, yeah. you know what your kid might like is Snoop Dogg's children album. Is that a real thing? It's so far. It's great. It is because one of my students started listening to it because she has uh, a lot of anxiety. And so now I know some of the words to his affirmation song. I love yeah. that song. It's so good. Well, it sounds like I, like the animation is like horrible it. because it's for like toddlers, but like but it's a nice song little song. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Nameless Monsters, where we get amped by listening to Snoop Dogg's children's album. Affirmations. Yeah. Yeah. I am in control of my own happiness. <laughs> Today I can be have a great an day. amazing day. I'm a better me every day. You are. And <laughs> so are we as a whole collective podcast. We are Nameless Monsters. Woo! Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to us Woo! and giving us your sweet, sweet time. I want to suck it down. Mm, uh, Give me that time. I'm cutting that noise. <laughs> yeah, cut I all eat that. It. <laughs> uh, this is episode, Heather, can you remind me what episode this 20. is? 20. Thank you. 20. This is episode 20. Thank you so much again. I just went with my gut and I was right. I'm so proud of myself. I'm proud of you too, Lester. I'm not. Wow. Well, I don't need your affirmations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Snoop Dogg was there for us today. He is yeah, in charge I have of his Snoop Dogg for that. That's <laughs> you, right. You just need... <laughs> your fake adopted mom. Hey, podcast mom. There's nothing approval. fake about our relationship. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Snoop Dogg, and I got so confused, and I was like, I don't think I ever said anything about Snoop Dogg being my. Well, you fake said mom. you didn't need my affirmation. See, I didn't know no, Lester if you were because... adopted, and so I thought Nate was just being really mean. <laughs> no, no, my God, he is all the bad guys. <laughs> Like you said it, I Nate, and I was like, adopted. damn. That's not- <laughs> Fuck, okay. Oh. <laughs> I meant Heather. This is how the band breaks up. I just meant Heather. Because I, never mind. Start calling you Yoko Ono. <laughs> Heather's just going to cut all this out anyway. Fucking kill me. I, I'm definitely This not. is what I get for trying to make a joke. <laughs> the whole world is against you, Nate. Yep. It is. At least all of you are against me. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's true. You are the most oppressed person on this podcast. <laughs> yes! yes! Oh my God. This is what I'm saying. All right. By the other members of the podcast, not like, you know, societally. Right. No, yeah, I know. Well, Lester, you are the Ooh, union rep, so thank you I for am. realizing the. The bad stuff, you know? <laughs> Thank you for being there for us. He is the keeper, yeah, so no are we technically all punching up? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
It's maybe I need a comedy. union. It's yeah, it's not problematic. It's, Should I it's get a pure, like, moral, keepers you know, union? Good stuff. Yeah, you, you are a boss. You don't Jason? get union. Yeah, me, Ray, Jason will get Natalie in on this. Yeah. You know, uh, managers don't have unions. That's not how unions work. Who are you collectively <laughs> bargaining against? <laughs> the collective bargainers. Uh, yeah, the collective bargainers. Duh. Uh. Okay, so everyone, welcome to episode twenty of Nameless Monsters. We're starting now tonight. With us, we have Heather. Hi, I'm Heather. I play Mags Oliver, the professional. We both use she, her. And can I get an amen from Lester? Amen. (laughs) I'm Lester. I play Morris. He, him. (laughs) And from the chorus, can I get a hallelujah from Dennis? No. <laughs> like, I know we're picking up in a church, but this is not the right one. <laughs> I don't think it's that kind. Yeah, I don't think it's like a fun church. It seems like it was probably yeah. one of those, like, sad, depressing churches where you try to, like, leave as quickly as possible. And finally tonight, our special guest. Can I get, uh, oh, my God, we're all going to die from Rachel. Oh, my God, we're actually all going to die. Uh, hi, Rachel. <laughs> I'm Rachel, a they, them, I play Charlotte, the monstrous, she, her. I don't think anybody else introduced their characters. I did. I said I play Merle Morris. Really? Maybe I was just thinking too hard about what I was about to say next. I, I'm the only one that didn't. Let's say it now, Dennis. Dennis playing Brad Johnson, the mundane, he, him. Speaking of churches and oh god, oh god, we're all gonna die. Does anybody want to summarize what happened last time? Oh boy. We all rushed in and made terrible choices trying to pursue people, specifically Adelaide and Greg. And we went through a church. I think we made pretty good choices, like all things considered. Morris made a very, very, very good uh, protection spell that didn't work for some reason. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I got a 12 on, I would like to state. Like the magic got sucked away from it. So we went down into these weird underground hallways, caves, uh, sort of both. I was like envisioning a mine shaft, but I don't think that's how it was ever like described. I have written down a constructed tunnel, limestone, but it's very old. Yeah, yeah. That's like a mine shaft. The lights flickered and then... The entity with wings and a hospital gown was revealed to be Sam Kelly, RIP. He's definitely not doing that. And we ran down the hallway. I know. (laughs) Uh, We found dark green robes in cubbies in one of the rooms, and we are currently all bleeding out. Well, Brad and Mags are bleeding out in front of a solid steel door that we cannot open, while Charlotte is in her dear form and... Morris is... What are you doing right now, Morris? Glowing like a glow stick. Yeah. I glow like a glow stick, and I think I'm trying to make sure the guy doesn't touch me. Yes. Good choices. The tableau I left you with 
was time slowing down and Brad on his knees, weakened by his attempt to use magic to enhance his body to lift a door, right? I was trying to tear open the steel door, yes, the locked door. So time slowed down and we saw the creature, well, Sam Kelly, rearing back to strike Charlotte, who is in its grasp at this point. And you leveled up, and you uh, decided to do a couple things. First thing is first. I have a hard move to take on you. On me? Oh, I'm going to throw up. Yeah, because of the failed roll that you leveled up with. So, Dennis, on... Your level up, you got some extra things. So what was your the bad things on your destiny? I chose you can't save everyone and the end of days. Yikes. Right. So, Morris, what was your HP at? Or, sorry, your harm? I'm at two harm. Two? Yeah, I haven't actually gotten hit by anything because everybody keeps shoving oh, me out okay, of the way. okay, okay, okay. And <laughs> Charlotte, what was yours? What was my harm? I think I have two harm. Sitting pretty. My hard move is I'm going to make you make a choice on who to save here. You see the mouth of Sam Kelly opening and two large pincers begin protruding as he goes for like a bite at the throat of Charlotte. While at the same time, the tail is wrapping around to strike Morris from behind where he does not notice. And you smell s'mores. So go ahead and roll Destiny's plaything. Oh boy. Oh. My hard move is I'm putting both of them in immediate danger. Yeah. It's a, that's a hard move. One of I them will get hurt. Rock hard. Because you can't save everyone. Yep, 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 yep. Please roll well. I rolled, that's a seven. Okay. So what happens on a seven to nine? Let's see, okay, at the beginning of each mystery, roll plus weird to see what is revealed about your immediate future. On a seven to nine, I get a vague hint about it. Your immediate future. My immediate Hmm. future. Brad, you hear the voice of someone you recognize. God. (laughs) Possibly God, you're not really sure what he is. Or it is. Too late, you gendered it. (laughs) The plaid wizard's voice comes to you on the s'moresy breeze. <laughs> I love that. S'moresy. S'moresy breeze. It says, Brad, you have had the power all along. It's always been you, don't you see? You are the only one that can seize your destiny. Make the choice. Wow. And then the breeze is gone. And Brad, you have a vision. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as this happens, you see a cave. It is natural on the walls. On the floor, it is stone slabs. And the audience will remember that they saw this cave when the two people escaped from the robed figures. Whose names I cannot remember right now. Delia Heather. and Jessie. Thank you. You see um, chains on the floor attached to manacles, which are attached to someone's wrists. But you can't see who the person is. They're like a shadowy shape. 
And sometimes it takes on the features of Morris. Sometimes it takes on the features of Adelaide. Sometimes it takes on the the features of Charlotte. Sometimes it takes on the features of Mags. And sometimes it even takes on your features. But it's always shifting and unsure. And as you're staring at this shape, the stones all begin to fall away. And the scene before you is revealed, which is the creature attacking your sister and your friend. Have we tried serenading the creature? (laughs) What does Brad do? Oh, man. You cannot save both. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, okay. First of all, fuck you for putting me in this position. (laughs) Um, but I like, will point out that you're the one who chose that tag. <laughs> yeah, that is well, you know. <laughs> yep, a hundred percent. Thanks, thanks, Heather. I got you. In this particular instance, I got you. This yep. is the only instance, yep. so you gotta savor it, Nate. Man. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give Heather the tag scab. <laughs> oh, oh not a scab. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know. I chose that tag specifically because of the situation we're in. I know. I've got to save. I've got to save Charlotte. You don't gotta. I I I gotta. Charlotte's tough. Charlotte's my sister. And not dying, but you do, you baby. I mean, technically, Morris isn't dying either right now. You're at the same harm, but like. No, I'm just the only light source in the room keeping nope, the monster nope. at bay. I've still got my flashlight. Yeah. I thought Don't everybody else's flashlight. flashlights dropped already. Everybody else's except for mine. Okay. Max just has an iron claw grip on it. That <laughs> anxiety is just like locked in. I think, okay, I think here's what happens. I think that Brad is still not quite ready to make this choice. He's still not sure that he can do this regardless of what uh, the flag wizard says. And he starts to starts to freak out he starts to hyperventilate again and almost on instinct he reaches into one of the pockets of these robes and pulls out the inhaler that charlotte gave him and starts to bring it to his mouth and then looks at it and realizes that charlotte has been like ever since she got here she's been taking care of him and there's really not any other choice he can make but to take care of her because family is family. And so he stands up and he accepts what the wizard says. He accepts that if that power is there, he's going to claim it and he's going to use it and he's going to save his sister. If he can't save everyone, he's going to save her. As you make this choice, you feel the strength that drained out of you begin to rise back up from your feet. It feels like there's a warm ball like the sun is glowing at your feet and it begins to radiate up through your legs and then into your torso and then into your arms and your head and you feel that strength that left come back a hundredfold a hundredfold and you are at zero harm And you have an entirely new playbook, which I believe on your new playbook, there is no harm marked. So, sure. Yeah. Wow. I had carried it over because. Wow. But I'm not going to argue. You feel 
the power and the magic of, you guess, yourself, <laughs> course through your body, and your wounds begin to seal, and you feel stronger than you ever have before. Hell yeah. Wow. Wow! And your arms, your arms, they feel funny. Okay. So, uh, what does Brad do? Wow. Um, For the audience at home, Brad has chosen the Chosen as his new playbook. <laughs> yeah. He is the Chosen One. I am the Chosen One. He has chosen the Chosen. One does not choose to be chosen unless one is Dennis and chooses to be chosen. Girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> I choose to be chosen. I... Oh, boy. I still can't... No, because I can't. I'm making... What do you do, Dennis? I don't know! Um, okay. I, I have the inhaler. I feel all this strength return to me, and I tuck it back into my pocket. And I take a couple of steps forward. And that sort of, like, rainbow, like, nimbus you've described around Brad's hands begin to glow in the air as he takes a step. And then his eyes kind of unfocus and keep unfocusing until like pupils and irises like disappear into the whites. And then his eyes also burst with like iridescent rainbow color. And then he breaks into a sprint towards Sam Kelly. And I guess he punches the shit out of him. Like, I I don't know what else to do. I'm just going to beat the shit out of this undead Sam Kelly. Okay. So uh, are you using your chosen weapon or are you... No, I'm just sticking with the I'm sticking with the this? fists because I don't I mean I don't like thematically where would I even get a chosen weapon in here in the basement? So I think for now I'm just gonna smite. Go for it. Two harm counts as weakness. You rush in. We see as the mandibles are about to pierce your sister's throat. Your fist comes flashing into the frame and hits. Sam Kelly right between the eyes. Oh, I don't have to roll? And abruptly... What? I don't have to roll kick-ass? No. No, no, oh, no! Oh, yeah. Roll kick Brad! Sorry. <laughs> Dennis! Sorry, I forgot. I'm just, no, no, no. I'm just... Listen. Thank you, Dennis. Listen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, roll kick I also ass. don't fudge Heather, go give your husband a head injury. <laughs> <laughs> Big money, no whammy. Big money, no whammy. Let's see. That's a 10. There we go. Yahoo! Fuck yes. So uh, what's your extra effect? Let's see. Extra effect. I think it's going to be I force them where I want them, which is away from my sister. Okay. So your fist flashes into frame, just like before, as I was describing. And as you strike, a burst of radiant light comes from the point of contact. From your view, we see his body being flung back and the tail like trailing behind. And then you see as the end of the tail comes into your field of view, you see Morris pierced through the stomach. Oh, what? No. Oh. I didn't fail a roll. Pulled with it. Oh, no. You couldn't save everybody. Lester, you take one harm, ignore armor. And ends all magical effects. Oof. You were lit up, I believe. 
Yeah, that was the only magical effect I had. Yeah. So the room goes dark. Except for my flashlight. Except for your flashlight. And the creature is thrown back as the the light, all of the light, suddenly uh, fades except for your flashlight, I guess. Fucking A. It would have been such a cooler moment. I kept my flashlight. You dealt two harm to it, if I recall. Yes, I did. I will now tell everybody exactly how much harm this creature had left. One. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. I told you I did not fudge this. <laughs> Good job, Charlotte. Why, thank yeah. you. That sounded really sarcastic. As it gets flung back, you lose sight of it in your beam of light from your flashlight. You can't instantly adjust it, right? You have to kind of look for it again. And as you are adjusting your, your light going around the room, you all hear a skittering noise and you shine the light around and you see nothing just blood other liquids from the creature you're not really sure what but other than that there is nothing else in the room with you i just want to say as a former follow spot operator i am personally offended <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just saying would you like to do a roll about it no it's fine for the record next time we go to Greg's depot um, I am going to buy just a bunch of like glow in the dark jewelry <laughs> to put on Morris <laughs> okay since the monster is gone can Mags try and medic herself and stop bleeding out over here <laughs> yeah, sure. Great. Thank you. Can I cast magic on myself mm. to heal one harm? Which I believe is a thing you can do with magic. I believe it is. Yeah, go ahead and roll use magic. Can I yeah, I'm running over there to where, to where Morris is. <laughs> We're healing up. <laughs> I got an 11. Oh. The good news is, just a little peek over here. Charlotte was about to take a three harm attack. Oh Oof. God! Uh, it was gonna, it was gonna chomp her. So, uh, well, oh, done. well, you're welcome, decision. Charlotte. Why? Thank you. <laughs> it was a good decision. I rolled a five or a six, rather. So I'm going to use luck. Oh boy! Well, hey, and well, when you when you use luck, there's more red tape. Yep. Right. Yep. Which is how many times you've used luck this adventure? This is my third point of luck. Brutal. Yep. Three red tapes? Two of them have been on healing people. Oof. <laughs> Jeez. But I am back at two harm and I am stabilized. Um, I rolled an eight to heal myself. Or a five plus three. To heal yourself doing what? Using magic? Or... I want to say, yes, using magic. I want to say that the little bit of human-esque monster blood that drenched across my antlers during the goring of this poor man might have given me a little bit of extra oomph to help heal myself. Okay, so you get to choose a glitch for your magic. Let's go real quick to Max. Yeah? We'll, we'll go in order of who decided to do moves here. So describe to me, paint the word picture of how you bandage yourself. I can't remember how I was injured. So I will say that I dig through my bag 
and find... You were, like, pierced and your soul was drained. Oh. <laughs> you know. Pretty standard stuff. Yeah. Pretty standard you know, stuff. Just normal. You can gauze that right up. Just slap a Blue's Clues bandit on it. I guess I flush out the pierced area and fill it up with sulfa and patch it up. Wrap okay. gauze around it. And what happens on a 12 plus? I'm stabilized and heal two harm. Pretty good. Worth a luck point. You also find rations because you're very hungry. Okay. You They're like in your pack. Yeah. You're hungry from getting sucked. Sure. <laughs> I'm patched up. Next. All right, Morris. What? Use magic. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say I have that bloody lapis lazuli that I threw up a while ago. Wait, what did you roll? 11. Oh, great. Ooh. Yeah. And so Morris is just going to like, he's going to do his little magic incantation and just shove that in the hole in his stomach. And then it's just going to like materialize into crystal flesh. Wow. That's and now he's good. Cool. Okay. Super. You heal one harm. And Charlotte, what uh, what glitch did you pick? I chose the effect is of short duration. Hmm. I think that fits well with your curse as well. Okay. Uh, do you want to describe what it looks like? Does your horns like suck up the blood? Yeah, actually, they do. <laughs> God. It, they kind it like absorbs it. Like there's tiny, tiny little holes in there, you know, and it sort of absorbs it, like very porous. But after that happens, they retreat back into her skull. And although she's vaguely human looking, not really, it's pretty gross. She kind of she tries to shift back into human. And Brad realizes why she chopped all her hair off because there's literal gore all over her head. Gross. Yeah. Love it. She has a disgusted frown on her face. You okay? No, I just like, I'm an inside girl, you know, at heart. At heart, yeah. I just want to be inside. Yeah. And I'm not. I've just been trudging through the fucking woods. I just get shit on me all the time. And I just... It's fine. It's fine. It's it's fine. Can I check my cat brooch? Brooch. <laughs> yes. It is pulsating very quickly. And mm. as you notice that, you all hear the big double doors from the end of this room open up. And... Oh my gosh. Jaden Indigo Child walks in. He's surrounded by glowing crystals that are providing light. And you can see, bathed in the light that he is emitting, behind him, there are robed people with fucking guns. I rolled 9 plus 3 plus 1, which is 13, to shoot him with crystals. <laughs> That's immediately what you do. All right. I was like, I didn't even know it was Jaden Indigo Child, and I was about to say that I did that. Roll use magic. I did. 13. Because <laughs> 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 I, I was like going to do it before I even knew it was Jaden Indigo Child. I was just going to hurt whoever walked through that door. <laughs> Morris is crazy right now. Okay, so uh, Morris, you fire a crystal. Read that part of use magic for me. Is it just deal one harm? Inflict harm, uh, one harm, ignore armor. Okay, ignore armor. That's really good. The crystal strikes true. You see it partially push up against something invisible in front of him. 
and then the resistance just gives and it flies through and punches him in the shoulder. Good. And then they open fire. Cool. Uh, that situation escalated a lot faster than I thought it was going <laughs> I rolled a 12 to bar this place to bullets. Having a plus three magic is really cool. I got a four, a four, a three, and then that mystic gives me another plus one. Wow. Okay. MVP, let's so, over here. hold on. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Calling Neo. I mean... I, you you can do this, obviously. I just wanted to give other people a chance to act. <laughs> no, if he's stopping bullets, let him stop the bullets. <laughs> well, in the moment that you see a large crystal fire from Morris's coat, and it's flying straight towards Jaden Indigo Child, you guys do nothing? Mags was going to yell to run. We can't take on an army of... It hits Jaden Indigo Child... Mag yells, run, and what do you guys do? How many people are there? There are about six. Oh, is that all? And they all have guns? <laughs> yes, they all what have guns. What kind of guns? What kind of guns? They are rifles. Y'all. Are they semi-automatic rifles? Yeah. Y'all, we can't. Charlotte wants to, though, man. She's hungry. Yeah, I mean, we still know Adelaide's somewhere down here. Mags, don't, you haven't murdered people in a while, Mags. Aren't you getting that itch? Aren't you getting that hunger? <laughs> Jaden Indigo Child says, well, if you're not in the mood to talk. Oh, shit. I have to bring him back alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody opens fire. So what, what do you do? Oh, my gosh. I have so many questions. This is a terrible idea, y'all. Nobody wants to fight in a fucking It's a great place. idea. We'll kill everyone except Jaden because I forgot I needed to take him in alive. But we can still hurt him as long as he doesn't die. You know, we could pull out some toenails. Okay. You're like FBI, right? Mags is going to, after she yells, run. And as they are starting to open fire, Mags is going to fling her hands up and say, No, stop. Let's talk. What is going on here? Oof. I mean, if I get hit, I get hit. You can roll manipulate someone. But we cannot fight seven people, y'all. that you have to take a minus one to this. Oh. I think you have to. Okay, I, that's, no, that's fine. I can't imagine anything else under the circumstances. That's fine. I, it's an eight. Okay, so they'll do it only if you show them you mean it. You're going to have to punch Morris. Jaden says, Fine. Get on the ground, put your hands behind your back, and we'll talk. He holds up a hand. Mags does it. The the hand that isn't on the side they got shot with a fucking crystal. I really just lobbed a big rock at him. (laughs) Yeah. Can I say that the moment they entered, I turn into a tiny mouse and run up onto Brad's shoulder? I don't want them to see me do it because that's not very, uh, trust me, please. I mean, there's a lot happening. Why don't you roll Act Under Pressure to do it Yikes. secretively? Okay, <sighs> oh, oh, no. Seven? Okay, seven and nine. Uh, a hard choice, a worse outcome, or a price to pay. Okay, here is your price to pay. You have been shape-shifting a lot very quickly, and you are getting tired. It is taking a lot out of you. You are starving. You are exhausted. 
I figured. And you are able to get up there without being seen, but are unable to change shape for a little while. Okay. Y'all really gonna have to run now. I'll follow Max's lead. I'm gonna sit down, like, feet crossed in front of me, like, like legs crossed in front of me, hands behind my back. Um, not completely at ease in the situation at all still sort of on a on a hair trigger in case something happens you get down on the ground and you feel a tiny creature climb up your arm and onto your shoulder and you notice that charlotte is not anywhere to be seen cool (laughs) morris yes what do you do (sighs) man i really fucking hate jaden He's the worst. Yeah, I really hope once I give him to those old cat ladies, I can kill him. <laughs> Let me look at what use magic lets me do. My heart rate just doubled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to do this. But, like, I know where that cat lady's house is, right? Yeah. And the Triple Springs isn't all locked up anymore. Yep. Can I banish Jade and Indigo from here to Crazy Cat Lady's house, solving my geesh or whatever it's called, and then later I can go out and kill him? Not without big magic. Damn it. All right. When we find Adelaide, that is what I'm going to do. That's fine. I just, I got to get out of this loophole so I can kill this guy because I hate him so much. (laughs) And I guess Morris has a taste for blood. Um, Your comrades are around you, surrendering, getting down on the ground. What do you do, Well, what Morris? do you mean comrades? You I'm do? still extremely paranoid. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, well, whatever. You know, these whatever, marshmallow mushroom people have gotten on the ground, seeming to accept the terms of Jaden Indigo Child, your fucking nemesis. I, I like... God, I know for the, like, I'm running into a role-playing issue where it's, like, Morris is extremely paranoid and he hates Jaden. And so, like, like, that's why I had him, like, shoot whoever came through the door first thing because he's just done with it. But, like, if I, (laughs) if he engages with Jaden, I do think everyone else's characters are going to die. And I don't want that to happen. Can't Brad just, like, sucker punch me? Real quick. Or Mag sucker punch me? Real, real question here. Does Morris, paranoid as he is, have any sense of self-preservation in the face of seven people with semi-automatic weapons? Morris has a plus three to use magic, you know. Morris is a magic man. What are bullets to crystal? I mean, if that's how you feel, then do that by all means. I wasn't trying... Heather I kind of want this conversation to be happening in person. Like Jaden wants us to surrender, and like we're all like philosophically discussing whether or not Morris should like shoot Jaden. Give us a second, Jaden. We need to huddle up here. (laughs) I don't think you should shoot Jaden. I think something drastic needs to be done. But are you the person to do something drastic in this kind of situation? I think the answer is probably yes. Uh, Yeah, in my character sheet, it does still say extremely paranoid. Morris is going to panic and he's going to use magic to just encase himself in a crystal igloo. (laughs) My first roll was a six. The second one was a one, but that's fine because six plus one plus three plus one is still 11. Wow. Man. 
Hey friends, Heather here, ready to talk to you all about my drinking habits. I love having a fancy drink at all times, but especially when I'm sitting down for a long haul game session. My ideal scenario is my ever-present big cup of water, a coffee to keep me going, and a third cup of something that will surprise me when I'm focusing too hard on destroying Greg and think that I'm grabbing the coffee. Mini World's Tavern is a win-win. It's an honestly good beverage catered to dorks like me. They're the online coffee and tea company for game night. They have a give back program that donates a dollar from every bag sold to various tabletop related nonprofits. They also do a cool treasured realm monthly box that sends a special blend of coffee, magic tokens, stickers, and dice. It's like I've been profiled. We're really grateful for their support in our upcoming project with the Storyteller Squad. And we are happy to let you know that the first 100 listeners who use the code NAMELESS at checkout will get 10% off their purchase. So hurry on over to ManyWorldsTavern.com and get my Christmas present unlock. Okay? Okay. Thanks, guys. Okay, Morris is in a globe of crystal. Wow. <laughs> Suddenly, as he holds out a crystal in his hand and it shatters and the shards blast out around him and then begin to regrow, but larger this time. It's a little transparent and you can see that Morris is just pouting. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> Now, that's much, much better. He signals for them to lower their weapons, and they lower their guns, the men behind him. Jaden Indigo Child says, Now, I assume you're here for the girl. What did you do with her? <laughs> well, she may be a little worse for wear, but... You can have her back. She's served her purpose. And what purpose is that? The last bit of power we need. For? Don't you want to gloat? <laughs> Don't you want to tell us your grand plan? How you've worked it all together? I do want to gloat, but um, I think this will be enough. And he, he motions, and some two other robed figures come out from behind. <laughs> two more. Carrying a unconscious Adelaide. Brad starts to get up and hesitates and looks at Jaden. Like, you know, I don't want to break the truce. A couple of the guys point their guns at you, and Jaden waves them away and allows you to meet the two carrying her. I take her, and I'm going to carry her. I'm going to step back as far away from them to the do towards the door as they'll let me, and then set her down very, very gently. Just looking at her, does she look... How does she look? What do I see? She doesn't look like there's anything physically wrong with her, other than that she is a little pale. Mm. Okay. She doesn't have magic anymore. I'm not going to be able to send Jaden Indigo to the cat lady's house. Ah, this is the worst. No bite marks on the neck, no knife wounds. 
Yeah, she's a vampire now. <laughs> I mean, she comes for your throat. There was blood on the wall at her house. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> Could have been blood from somebody else that she fucking shot. Oh man, she fucked up Sheriff Gilly. Hell yeah. Brad is in love with this woman now. No, <laughs> he was already in love with her. Speaking of Sheriff Gilly. Ugh. Sheriff Gilly is one of the people that brings you Adelaide. Do I see them when I take Adelaide from them? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But they have, like, a dead stare. There's no recognition in their eyes. Oh, man. I keep asking to do moves that use sharp, and I just don't know why I always ask that. But I feel like if there's ever a time to read a bad situation, now would be a good time to do it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Does anybody else want to do that that's a little smarter than... than Mags me? is frantically trying to figure out how to navigate this. Can I read? Yeah, please. Go ahead. I don't roll until you tell me I can. That's good. Unlike some people. Yeah, Lester. <laughs> what I do? <laughs> oh, because I roll... F- okay, that's a 10. I have to go quick, though, or else you'll, like, shoot me first. <laughs> What's our best way out? Let's start with that. Back the way you came. Certainly. There's no telling what else is in here. Yeah. And there's a bunch of dudes with guns. Yeah. Sorry to give you kind of a lame answer, but... No, no. Best way to protect the victims. Hmm. Which I guess is us and Adelaide. And maybe the people in the robes. You never know. I'm not worried about them right now. Okay, so there are a couple of answers to this, I think. I'm not going to say they're all equal, but... It's, how does one choose the best, right? Right. Because objectively, to me, from my perspective, the best thing is to comply with what he says. Because they've got a lot of people with guns. Yeah. And you're all, you were weakened. You're a little bit better now. Brad's looking fit. But it is like six dudes with guns and a magic man. So who knows? Yeah. Another really good way out would be perhaps there's some way you could use magic to secure your escape or do something. That is the other best way out here, I think. Okay, and you do you have one more? I do. I'll hold it. I just remembered that I have a question left. Can I ask it? What was your question? What is being concealed here? Sure. What is being concealed here? With your tiny mouse senses... You smell a lot of that somewhat inhuman smell that you smelled upstairs getting out of the truck. It's wafting from that group of individuals. Woof. I am very tempted to skitter off of Brad and into the darkness and watch these people and try to escape later. Oof. Certainly something you can do, or that you can try to do. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> End of sentence. <laughs> uh, so the danger that you have not noticed is you can see, and, well, I guess everybody here can see it, a very faint greenish glow from way behind them. All right, Jaden. What do we do now? You letting us leave? I am. 
Against, uh, I suppose, my better judgment. Why the sudden generosity? You've certainly been out to get us. You're not particularly worth my time. But I have a few words of advice. From now on, you should stay out of my fucking business! I can't! I have a magic spell on me! Nobody hears that because it's all muffled behind. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I was fact, honestly, Nate, I was really hoping says. for a loophole where Jaden would be like, well, then I'll just get rid of that for you. <laughs> <laughs> With that, he turns and walks through the hooded figures and back into the chamber from whence he came. And all the dudes with the guns are still standing there. Well, okay. They said we could go. I'm gonna, since I'm in a crystal ball, I'm gonna just roll my crystal ball out. Because <laughs> if it turns out they're going to shoot us, like I, of the of the people here, I should be okay. How do you get up the stairs? Well, like once we get to the stairs, I'll undo it. But while the like gunmen are around, I'm not gonna undo it. Gotcha. That's crazy talk. I'm just gonna go be a hamster ball. Which is not crazy talk. Mm -hmm. I have something I would like to do when we get to the entrance in that preacher's office. If if we are all up there, Charlotte, did you come with us or no? Uh, I think Charlotte's going to try to sneak off. Okay. Why don't you roll act under pressure? Um, that's two oh, God. plus one plus one, so that's a four. Oh, you do have luck, I think. Yep. If you if you want to, but well, the thing is, I just I want to use luck if I get fuck. I want to use luck if I get trapped in here, but I'm not going to be able to get trapped in here if I don't use luck now. Yeah, I'll use luck. Okay, they use the luck. Uh... What happens when you use luck? Does it say under your sheet? It doesn't say anything. Mm. Okay. Uh... When you spend a luck point, your monstrous side gains power. Your curse may become oh, stronger or another breed disadvantage may manifest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does that change your decision to use luck? Mm-hmm. Thing is, is that I'm gonna turn into a fucking monster unless I change my player, anyways. So, no, it doesn't. Like she, she sees that green light and she remembers her training and she remembers why she's here and it's to find Mags and also figure out what the fuck is going on. The hunger is so strong; it is overwhelming, and you sneak off, but it is in search of food. Hmm. Mm. Which, if you recall, there was a uh, there was a supply closet full of it. Eat, Jaden. Then I guess I'm gonna go hunt for food. Y'all do you. But you also need a different kind of food, which is blood for your antlers. With that full success on the stealth roll, essentially, once we get upstairs, Mags turns around to talk to Morris about the things she wanted to do and says, "Where is Charlotte?" Uh... You want me to, like, scry them, or, like, what? Oh, no, she she's, like, up in... Hey, Charlotte, hey. And, like, he turns and sort of, like, 
reaches back and fumbles in a robe, in his robe, and in he his hair. He does a thing where he tries to look over his shoulder and does a yeah. whole turn. <laughs> yeah. Still holding Adelaide. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to assume she has a plan. There's always a plan. Oh, poor Mags. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? It, where do you, Where is she? Uh, either got eaten by an eagle or like in the dungeon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, let's get back to Adelaide's and get her patched up and figure out our next steps. Okay? Yeah. Okay, Morris? Uh, okay. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. She's. I put my hand on Adelaide's head and I just say, I'm so sorry. So, Brad, this is like Morris taking this as an aside. I did have a plan to start practicing my magic to like transport things into locations um, for like unrelated reasons. Um, <laughs> but like I could practice it with your sister at some point. No, let's maybe we like start small with things that don't die if you like only transport well, no, I was half like, of them. I was going to I was going to start with like buttons or whatever <laughs> and then like move to ladybugs and then like you know then I'll move to mice. <laughs> As Mags the camera gets a view of the front of the church and Mags walks out of it alone and trailing behind her are Morris and Brad. And Brad is carrying Adelaide, and Brad and Morris are having this conversation about uh, argument about teleportation magic. A rousing discussion. Yeah. <laughs> the camera shifts and kind of goes up and then back to where the steeple of the church is. And we go inside of it and up. In the corner is a bloodied and beaten Sam Kelly. Oh, jeez. We gotta get some raid. <laughs> pulling threads from his wounds. And the threads are, like, getting wrapped around him. And it looks like he's making some kind of cocoon. Ugh. Yeah, we gotta get some, some raid. And we are going to go to Charlotte. Okay. So, since I used luck and um, murdered that stealth roll, can I have <laughs> done a quick little drive-by through the blood and sort of skittered around the edge of the room and followed Jaden? Sure. I want to either follow behind him and see where he's going or just find the trace of Actually, the light and put wait. eyes on it. Actually, wait. You specifically said that you didn't want Brad to see you. I know, but I... I, you made me use luck that hurts me. I take it back. Made you? <laughs> I didn't make you yes. use luck. You guys really like talked them into it. <laughs> I wasn't trying to talk them into it. You prayer pressured them. You are always trying to talk people into it. All I say luck. is you could use luck. That's peer pressure. Oh my God. <laughs> A real friend would never bring it up in the first place. <laughs> Yes, they make their way back through the double doors and close them. And you are, you have free run of the room. However, you are starving. 
even rolling around in blood, it's not enough. You need, like, you need to kill those seven people. Honestly, I really might need to. (laughs) (laughs) And bathe in their fucking blood. As a mouse. (gasps) Give them plague! Do I think that I have the ability to investigate further without killing these people? Oh, I don't want to kill them. Not yet. I do want to kill them. I just don't want to kill them yet. Yes. When you are presented with a chance to to kill someone, though, you are going to act under pressure with a minus one. Okay, how many people are still in here, you said? No, none. are in none. here now. They all walked okay. through the doors. Um, I'm gonna go... You said there was another room that we didn't look at before? Correct. I'm gonna go run in there real quick and see what's going on. It's a bathroom. Oh, hell yeah. Is there any blood in here? <laughs> Human blood? I mean, yeah, the, that's what they use for the toilet water. It's just blood. God, gross. <laughs> uh, no, there is no blood in the bathroom. I make my way back out, and I go look at the double doors, and I want to try to squeeze under them since I'm a mouse. Yeah, I think you can definitely squeeze under there. Oh, Charlotte. <laughs> you see before you a hallway. There are shapes that you can kind of see at the end of it walking and there is a faint green glow from the far far end it goes quite a ways and it slants slightly downward can i tell where Jaden went you don't see any doors yet so probably straight ahead i'm just gonna move forward and stick to the corner as much as i can making myself as tiny as possible i think Eventually, you come up to two people who are kind of behind the rest, like not in the immediate vicinity of the larger group, two robed figures just walking along. They closed the doors, the big, huge double doors, and your hunger is extreme. They are somewhat alone. I think, go ahead and roll Act Under Pressure with a minus one. Minus one? Oh, no. That's not good. It's a five. Oh, dear. Love it. Love it. Love it. Everything goes horribly wrong. Fabulous. (laughs) You immediately hulk out and burst from this tiny form. The small sheaf of mouse skin is left on the tip of one of your horns as you fully become a were-deer again. How much harm does your... Three ignore armor. Brutal. (laughs) I want to think that, like, I shift and I'm, like, already in position and I line them up and just gore them into the wall and sort of rip the antlers out to the side. Both of them? Yes, that's what I want to do. I think roll kick some ass. Oh, yeah. Take money no way. Okay, that is an 11 plus 3, 14. Good God. (laughs) Jesus. Okay, on a 10 plus, you get a bonus effect. What is your effect? I want to... I either... I don't know if I want to force them where I want them because I feel like I'm about to have to fucking run. I think I actually just want to take one forward. Plus one forward's really useful. Okay, you slam them against the wall and gore them both. They are badly injured. Damn. And the hoods fall back to reveal 
identical faces. <gasps> Are they both Officer Gilly? No. They're both Greg. Really? Uh. Or are you fucking with us? <laughs> I can't tell, Nate. I can't tell if this is true. They're or both if you're Greg. Lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> They're both Greg. Swear on something you care about. Swear on your love for heaven. <laughs> swear on the Tome of Mysteries. <laughs> is that more important to him than his love no, for you? No, it's not. <laughs> what was happening? Identical Gregs. Oh, yes. You actually don't recognize this person. So there's that. Oh my God. She's never met you Greg. You have never met Greg. But they are identical faces. And they say, Oh, what the hell? You pull your head back uh, and rip chunks of their torsos out and like roar and bathe in the blood that gushes, that drips down from the pieces that you've ripped out. And sprays onto you from their fronts. Amazing. Sensational. Man. But you think this probably has alerted a bunch of people that you're here. I am about to fucking run. Like I'm running. Like I'm trying to fling that door open. I'm trying to go. I think I will have you roll act under pressure again. That's fine. Because your instinct is to finish these people off. Because I think we talked about it. You have to kill people. It's not just about the blood. It's about ending them. That is a nine plus one, ten. I'm not running, am I? No, I'm not running it. So just ten. Ten. Uh, You're able to master your very difficult to master hunger. But. I say I got some blood, y'all. Charge away from them and burst through the large double doors sprint up the stairs into the night and that's what we get is like the same view from the front of the church with a gigantic were deer charging out of it streaming blood covered in gore are we still close enough to see no, charlotte no, burst I don't out think so. didn't you guys drive <laughs> oh, off i was kind of hoping for the the scene where we're still talking like Morris and Brad are still just like, I don't know, maybe like, I mean, Adelaide has like a bunch of those mason jars at home. And then Charlotte just like tears past us in a dead sprint <laughs> towards, the, towards the SUV. I, I think she just passes the SUV yeah. <laughs> on pure animal instinct. Charlotte? Charlotte? <laughs> okay, we'll see you. She just she just assumes we moved faster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that, Rachel? Um, I love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With your permission, I guess. Uh, that's, that's what happens. You just blow past them. Uh, not realizing that they were just slow as shit. And, uh, they're just <laughs> now getting to the car. And you all, the scene shifts to Adelaide's house. And Charlotte, what do you do before they get there? I get home or get to Adelaide's house and I literally like, I hate this. Like I recognize that this is something that has to happen and that I can't always control it, but I hate it. And I tear through the kitchen and find any alcohol, take three gulps of it and sprint to the shower and just try to wash myself off. Try to look clean and composed before people show up. 
And uh, everybody else arrives. There's like bloody footprints that change from hooves to human feet. And you hear the shower running upstairs. As everybody walks in to Adelaide's house. With Adelaide, who is still unconscious. Should I stabilize her maybe with some magic? Or is that big magic? Well, you don't see any wound on her. Oh, let's let's get her uh, comfortable and uh, see if we can can bring her around. I start rooting around in my bag for, like, smelling salts. Could I uh, use magic to, like, revitalize her? Hmm. I think it's probably going to be big magic. When I say revitalize, I mean just, like, make more healthy. Yes. Does that make sense? Like... Relieving a headache kind of revitalized, not like resurrecting. I will allow you to do that, yes. Yeah, we remember what happens the last time headaches were involved. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The very first luck point. Yeah. No, no, just more like when I said revitalize, I meant like, uh, you know, just like giving a little bit of relief. But then I realized like when I said revitalize, that probably sounded like make make good. <laughs> Morris is doing the equivalent of giving her a massage and some nice relaxing tea, but with magic. Mm. Does that make sense what I'm going for? Yes. We could just give her a massage and make her tea. Well, I got a two and a six, and then I have my three and then my one. When you pour your magic into this, it feels like more is being pulled from you than you were putting into it. <gasps> like a like a magic sinkhole. As that happens, some of the color returns to Adelaide's complexion. Briefly, and then fades. You guys, you guys, I played a video game about this. Hold on. Adelaide's a hole in the force now. I played Knights of the Old Republic 2. That's what happens. That's how it works. <laughs> Oh, dear. And Morris said that in character. <laughs> Mags, what what did you do? Well, since Morris is tending to Adelaide, Mags is going to go... The door was just, like, pulled off its hinges, right? Like, it's still there. Yes, correct. Okay. I'm going to go get the door put back the way it's supposed to be. Okay. Like, nailing it in place if that is what is necessary. And then I want to do, like, a rite of protection around everything. I love you. Thank you. (laughs) Wonderful. Give me use magic. That's not good. Oh, no. Oh, no. What is it? Lester, you want to tell everybody what I rolled? Snake eyes. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. <sighs> oh, no. I am. I am. I'm sure. You set the fine. words and you think everything's fine. But you don't know that because everything yeah, is set I don't know that. and you think it's fine. Uh, and as yep. you like step away well, from it or well, you tell me how you're how you were doing it. Adelaide showed me her runes that were protecting the house in our interstitial periods. And so I went around trying to redo them. 
but my notes apparently weren't always correct. Oof. And so I thought I did it right. Oof. Ugh, I am literally going to throw up. <laughs> Savage. Okay. Charlotte, what you doing? You said you were taking a shower. Charlotte is getting out of the shower. She's um, rooting around for some clothes because she doesn't know where her bag is. And she frankly just can't give a shit and finds something that she assumes belongs to Adelaide and puts it on. Um, it's like a frilly nightdress and it makes her gag as she's pulling it on. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes downstairs and um, finds... Brad, what's he doing? I'm definitely just sitting near Adelaide. She looks down at Adelaide and, like, wants to say something about it, but then immediately cuts to the chase. Um, I followed Jaden and his crew down the hall, um, tried to spy on them, and maybe I couldn't control my powers. Probably almost killed two yeah. people. They looked exactly the same. Like twins, That's... but, like, more. Like, not a twin, like a clone. Huh. Are you? It was really unsettling. Are you okay with all this? She immediately averts her eyes and then rolls them as though he's being ridiculous and says, what kind of question is that? I mean, a genuine one? I love you, Brad, but it's a dumb one. Because do you think I'm good? Do you think I've been in a great place? Then what are you doing? Like, how do... I don't know. Like, maybe this isn't the time to talk about this, but this is not... I don't know. Just... I'm glad you're here, okay? Like, that's number one. I'm glad you're here. And number two... And he sort of falters for a second and then looks her up or down and sees what she's wearing. And he goes, um... Number two, just follow me. And he takes her upstairs to that like storage closet that has the pile of clothes from all the different eras. <laughs> and it's like, just dig for a minute. You'll find something better. It's cool. <laughs> Take your time. And then he leaves her to Take her, as to much her time as you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that um, she actually calls for Brad and then asks him, is this okay? And then makes him watch a fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> to try to cheer him up. She, like, does little voices oh my and gosh. stuff. Just a quick little, like, montage of a fashion show. Yeah, like, you open the door and I look like I'm going to a, a Kiss concert. And then you open the door again and I look like I just got done having tea with the queen. And then you open the door again. It just, like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's yes. like that scene, that coming of age scene where you come out and like I shake my head. I'm like, Mm-mm, that's not the one. And then <laughs> after half yeah. a dozen outfits, I'm like, there it is. And it's just like a G. It's, a, it's just jeans and a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a matching kilt. Hey everyone, this is Nate. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nameless Monsters. You can follow us on Twitter at namelessmon_pod. 
pod and reach us by email at namelessmonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Monster of the Week was created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. If you like the show, please rate and review us on a podcasting platform of your choice and let your friends know you loved the show. We really appreciate the help. Be safe out there and happy hunting. We hope you enjoyed the music on today's episode. Most of our selections, including our show's theme song, Somewhere in the Dark, are used by permission of the composer, Holizna Radio, who can be supported on Patreon. Full listings and links can be found at our show notes and at namelessmonsters.podbean.com. No, I assume at some point there's going to be some big magic for Adelaide because I I don't know what to do about that. Brad doesn't know what to do about that. Definitely big magic required. Who's going to help me with big magic? Who's weird enough? I can help you with big magic. I'm very weird. Mags is really weird too, right? No. No, Mags is not at all weird. I thought you had a plus one. No. Really? Really? All of my magic has been straight. Whoa. Wow. wow. Heterosexual magic. I know. <laughs> I think it. There's no such thing in our world. <laughs> now, every time Mags does magic from her, her like government-issued book, I'm just going to think of it as her doing magic missionary style. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> boring. Magic through a sheet. Oh, oh, wow.